Welcome to this podcast from the Arctic Frontiers Conference 2013. We're speaking with attendees, speakers, and members of the Young Scientists Forum about their work, their hopes, and their concerns for the future of the Arctic. This is a joint effort of the Arctic Frontiers Conference, the Geopolitics in the High North Program, and the Arctic Institute. I'm Tom Fries. Today, I'm speaking with Stefan Steinecke. Stefan is a PhD candidate at the German Institute for International and Security Affairs in Berlin. The Institute provides analysis for the federal government and the German parliament. Stefan is also affiliated with the Geopolitics in the High North program. I'd also like to thank LOAS, the group that's provided the music that you'll hear at the beginning and end of each podcast. Hi there, Stefan, and thanks for talking with me today. Uh, could I ask you to start off by telling us a little bit about your current research and any plans that you have for research in the near-term future? Of course. Um, as I said, uh, I'm a PhD candidate, and in my PhD thesis, I'm analyzing Germany's engagement in the Arctic. So what I'm looking at is, first and foremost, what are Germany's main interests in the Arctic, and who are the key partners for Germany in the Arctic? So this means that even though Germany has no explicit Arctic strategy or even policy, its engagement follows along some key interests like scientific research, fight against climate change or natural resources. And in the region, Germany has some key partners like Norway or Russia. And along these key, uh, key lines, I'm trying to analyze Germany's engagement. So you're looking at the engagement of a non-Arctic actor, and that, of course, is one of the big issues that is current in the Arctic discussion at this point. When you think of an ideal future Arctic, what does it look like, and what role do you think your own research might play? When we think about an ideal future Arctic, I think it is really, really important to find a balance, a balance between short to medium term economic and commercial interests on the one side and taking over responsibility for stable global climate on the other side. And I think to find such a balance will be quite difficult, but it is inevitable for global stability, I think. What role could my own research play? I think Germany is an interesting actor because on the one side, it's a global leader in the fight against climate change. On the other side, it is one of Europe's biggest energy importers mainly from Norway and Russia. So if Germany would find a good balance between economic interests on the one side and responsibility in the fight against global, global climate change on the other, it might serve as a good example for others. In terms of Arctic policy or science issues, is there anything that you think people should be discussing that they aren't currently talking about? With regard to, to specific Arctic policy areas, maybe we should think more in categories of risks and opportunities. One opportunity could be that as a result of rising temperatures in the Arctic, huge areas of land could become arable, which in consequence could ease global tensions for food, for example. Yet on the other side, you do not only have opportunities, but of course also risks. So an ongoing economic boom in the Arctic could result in large-scale infrastructure projects, which could mean a massive influx of immigrant labor forces. This, in consequence, could lead to tensions between these labor forces and local populations. 
When you're talking about these policy and science issues, it sounds like you're thinking pretty far into the future and pretty broadly about what possible futures there might be for the Arctic. That, of course, is one of the functions of conferences like Arctic Frontiers. But let me ask you what what you see as the value of events like Arctic Frontiers. Why do you take the time or the money or the energy to come up to Norway? I think Arctic Frontiers is very important for, for several reasons. First of all, you can talk about the Arctic, you can write about the Arctic, and that's good. But you only get a good sense or a feeling for what is really happening on the ground or how a region is developing when you are in this region. So therefore, it is quite important to go to Norway to see how discussions in the region are developing. Um, second, of course, you meet a lot of smart people that offer new ideas and new viewpoints. And then exchange of these ideas always brings you new perspectives, which is good and important for for everybody's research. And last but not least, Arctic Frontiers is a format that brings together researchers, government officials, and the private sector. And I think it is this multidisciplinary approach that makes Arctic Frontiers so special. Well, Stefan, thank you very, very much for taking the time to talk with us today, and I look forward to seeing you up in Norway. Thank you, Tom. See you. Thanks for joining us for this interview. Follow along with the series on iTunes or via our websites, arcticfrontiers.com and thearcticinstitute.org. The music you've heard at the beginning and end of this interview is from Loess, from their album Wind and Water. You can hear more from them on iTunes. Just search for their name, which is spelled L-O-E-S-S. -S.